What's going on, everybody? It is your friendly neighborhood Super Scroll here, Gilbs, and I am joined on all sides by the the invasion has started, guys. Look at it. We hit we in all corners of the UK. We have scrolls. We have the dogging scroll, the boring scroll, and definitely not a scroll, although he absolutely is. What's going on? <laughs> Oh yeah, what's going on, Peaky, Marshall, and Harrison? Hello. I don't know. F kill yourselves. Fight, fight amongst each other to, to introduce, to do an intro. <laughs> I will be a gentleman and allow Peaky to go first. There we go. How you doing? How's it go? How's it going? Uh, yeah, our, our, <laughs> our football hooligan guy over here. Thank you for, the, for telling me that. Thank you for telling me that term, Marshall. I'm never gonna forget it. You're welcome. <laughs> and we got Harry. What's going on, Harrison? I'm doing fine. Yeah, no, so I'm just hanging out here, just being not a scroll, you know. Actually, I am a scroll, but I'm just a scroll that's not doing anything, just sitting around, chilling out, not being green. I'm a cool scroll. <laughs> oh god, don't don't drink that crap, Peaky. <laughs> Is that a prime? It's a prime. <laughs> Bit of, bit of product placement for everyone. Fire this uh, man. You know what? Take him off the screen, right? <laughs> there we go. Now it's out of there. And we, then we also got impartial Agent Marshall. What's going on, Marshall? Hello, Gilps. I can't talk very loudly because I'm undercover, but look closely. Don't do, that. <laughs> <laughs> do that. Do that again, Marshall. Try, try that one more time. Okay, let me go off Thank camera so I can reset my outfit. <laughs> Back to one, everybody. <laughs> that was that was pretty good. Was pretty good. I like how he tried it. It was like that meme where you like see them take the glasses off and they have another thing of glasses on the other like underneath. Guys, come here. Come close. There we go. <laughs> you did you did it right the second time. Perfect. I did it. Oh, but wait, there's more. Oh. I'm just kidding. There was only two pairs. <laughs> I was gonna lie. If you had like smaller pairs under that, that would have been oh, that would have been that would have been fucking hilarious. But all right, let's go ahead and go to the uh, chat real quick. Get you, get you out of it. Oh, he's Nick Fury now. He's the old white Nick Fury. The David Hasselhoff Nick Fury. Mother Flurkin Marshall. That's me. <laughs> so we got Baz in the. Yeah, we got Baz in here saying evening, everyone. What's going on, Baz? Um, uh, Hans is go is in here. Hello, evening Hans. Hans. Evening Baz. So, uh, Repentant. <laughs> Roses are red. Skulls are among us. A, uh, a lot of blood will be shed. Rody looks kind of sus. I might read that to my children one day in the future. Good stuff. <laughs> Welcome, pop culture. Pop. Oh, sorry, pop my culture. Yeah, that is our friend. That is our friend Shanti. Hey, Shanti. Kind of like you know, Shanti. popping popping one's yeah. cherry. You know, you're popping their culture. And we're off. Shanti, you beautiful, beautiful. It's not my baby. channel; it's hers. Get get angry at her, misogynist. <laughs> Shanti can pop my culture anytime. Boom! Oh, See, God. he's. But anyway, so yeah, that's loop worthy. <laughs> I think maybe I will. Maybe I might just make a short out of it and turn it and put it on uh, our channel. And we got Mr. Action in here. Welcome, so, Mr. Action. So, all right, guys, we got, if you guys can't tell by all of our joking scroll talk, by the fact that everything's green, by the, by like, basically everything, oh, shit, god damn it, I keep on trying to change that title, but it keeps saying Indiana Jones, <laughs> but <laughs> I'll, ch I'll change this in a second, but yeah, we are talking today about the scroll, or about the, the secret invasion, uh, so, 
yeah, we're talking about three and four. So I'm just going to go around the room real quick. Uh, I'll start off with Harrison since it's been a minute since you've been here. Uh, and then actually, well, Marshall, you'll, yeah, you're, you're a part-timer. You're an intern. You get out of it. But yeah, uh, Harrison, we'll go with you first. And yeah, uh, what, what are your initial thoughts on, the, on just honestly the whole series? Because you missed the first two se- or episode review with us. Yeah, yeah. No, so I caught up uh, on all four episodes this week. Um, not going to lie, uh, this is not my uh, favorite of the Marvel shows. Um, reminds me very much of uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And like that show is fine, but I didn't really dig it that much. Similar with this one, it's... Uh, I, I I believe we're going to have some discussions about kind of you know does something need to be action packed or whatever, and I certainly agree that things don't need to be, but I have found this show a little slow. Like it, it feels like they've got one idea. It's just you know like ah oh, scrolls around the place and like yep, and then every episode is like check out that he was a scroll as well. Oh that guy's a scroll. That guy's a scroll. Ah, it's like this. Everybody's a scroll. Yeah. Welcome so to. yeah, you know, and then odd like discussions about like race that I don't know mm. that they feel like they were written by a white guy. Some of them, there's a bit where like you know Samuel Jackson be like, ah, we my mama, we'd come on the train and it was Alabama, we'd have fried chicken in a basket, we'd be hanging out there good old times. And I'm like, I don't know, this feels a bit strange. <laughs> it did feel very zippity doo da zippity. It felt Maybe very... it's just the beard, but yeah. Yeah. Oh man, it, I, I'm glad I'm not the only one who felt that. I'm like the first two episodes where he was all like, you know, talking about oh an old spook like you can't say that. No, you can't like that kind of stuff. I was rolling my eyes. Then it got to that part, and I'm like, oh boy, we're we're taking that took a left turn. This took a massive left turn. And it did require me to do some like maths. I was like, how old is like Sam Jackson? And like, and I was like trying to work it backwards. I was like, yeah, I guess the timeline on that works out. I suppose I. But yeah, we can discuss about that further. But so I am not so pro this show. Okay, uh, Marshall, how about you? What were your thoughts on that? You watched all four episodes today, didn't you? Yes, sir. I watched all four, and uh, yeah, I agree with Harrison. It's a, it's kind of slow. It's not my favorite of the shows either, but uh, it's okay. I mean, what? How many are we having? Six episodes? Uh, yeah, there's only two more left. Yeah, uh, they're gonna have to be two really good episodes because it just yeah. It needs to build to something good because at the moment it doesn't feel like it really is. But they need we'll to bring say... back Goose. <laughs> yes, remember bring, that freaking back cat? Goose. Yeah, motherfucking. Uh, that was that was the best part of that. Whole, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. That was the best part of that whole movie for me. It was the cat. So <laughs> bring back Goose. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, was that, so that's a nay for you then, Marshall. Yeah, it's it's okay. I mean, uh, that ending sequence of episode four. Um, felt kind of slow and poorly choreographed to me. Like it, it opened really well with the helicopters and stuff, and then I was just kind of like, let's, let's speed it up a bit. Let's get some John Wick level action going on. <laughs> and then, all, yeah, all these expert trained military guys are just standing out in the open shooting at each other, and there's like four taking cover. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, they're just. I love. I love that. All right, so we can talk about that when it gets to that point. But I do love how their tactic of, oh, guys, down, move to the right. <laughs> and yeah. That's really <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Peaky, we go ahead and tell us what are your initial thoughts of this show. I mean, suppose you know what my thoughts are on the show, Gil. I said it from like the episode one and two review. I'm absolutely loving this show. Like I said before we started, it feels like a proper, like old-fashioned spy espionage film. And it's kind of like, that's where I think they've kind of like 
gone to for for like you know ideas on how to do the show um i think the way they're like you know saying are like bringing the whole like scrolls into the mcu for like the future like you know projects and everything else is going on it's really well done mm. like at this point we really do not know who is actually a scroll and who isn't <laughs> exactly you know, I, I wasn't expecting so the, some of the reveals no, of who's a scroll and who isn't. I've, uh, you know, it's, I was quite shocked and like, you know, people being revealed as scrolls who we thought were, you know, who wasn't and stuff like that. Like the, the reveal we've had in episode four of a, a certain MCU character. Um, and yeah, no, like... I like how they're going about with the whole Super Scroll thing as well. Like, mm. Because obviously we don't have the Fantastic Four in the MCU. Well, there could yes. be in the MCU. We just don't know about them just yet. Nah, dude. But, we're going we're gonna to get the, the end. I'm telling you, we're going to get the end credit scene at the end of the Marvels. We're going to see a ship gearing up to fly to that station. And then there's going to be like a report on a screen of a cosmic storm or something. I'm like, I'm telling you guys. Like I said, that would be a perfect way to just, to just you know, tease them we don't see any actors we just see the suits inside the shuttle and that'd be the perfect way to just like mm. yeah, right they're coming mm. type thing um but again like the whole the whole the whole way they're doing the super scrolls is they're using dna from different things that have been in the mcu in the past like the extremists the extremist virus thing you've got the frost beast from dark world you've got the um uh you've got uh the big guy from infinity wars hand yeah and then and for some reason that yeah the oh no it's Groot is the last one yeah they're using something from Groot, um so, which honestly like it i think that's really well done because they're you they're going to be able to use those powers instead of the fantastic four powers so yeah. although all right, so I agree that it's cool. That's a, It's an interesting way of doing the Super Scrolls, but I kind of wish that when we get to the Fantastic Four, they have an actual Super Scroll show up or something, or they have someone like actually try to copy their powers. Oh, yeah, I, I want that as well. I want to be able to see an original Super Scroll from the comics in the MCU at some point. Not, not, not more or less like straight away, but mm. at some point in a future MCU project, I'd love to see that as well. But yeah, mm. I... I and, I'm not gonna lie. I'm loving graphics character a little bit more each episode. Like I can kind of see why he's going. I can kind of see his side of everything now, of like why he's kind of gone against Fury and the other like the peaceful scrolls that are just trying to live their life. I can see why he wants to do all, everything that he's doing. He wants a future for his race, but he's going about it the wrong way type thing. He crazy. Yeah, let's so yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. episode three then. So yeah, we start off like he's also, yeah, we, really, hot. He's also really hot. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> so yeah, but let's go ahead and get into this episode. That, that like we start off with Gravik and like his machine. I guess it's either I'm not sure if it shows that he's like going into the machine or he's having his soldiers start going into it. Like I'm not and I guess that I'm not sure what the, like I'm guessing this is supposed to be about like when later on when he ends up taking over that one soldier's uh body. Yeah. Like, that's when, when he ends up... Spoiler alert, when he kills Talos <laughs> in, in episode four. I know, Marshall, it's so sad. Or was that... I, that was shocked me. <laughs> did, did it? 
Honestly, I wasn't no. expecting him to get killed off. Like, like I well, thought maybe at the end of the series, but not like just over halfway through. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that part. We'll get to that part. So here, like, what, I love, uh, I yeah, love this off. conversation with them. Like, this yeah. was just after this conversation. For those who don't know, was set literally just after the Battle of New York in the first Avengers film. Mm -hmm. And this is like his wife, but it's both like you know. So I want to talk about the de aging on this. Uh, how come we got this awesome de aging, but on Indiana Jones we got what we got? <laughs> like they did, they did a really good job on her de aging and on Samuel L. Jackson's de aging. Marvel do really well on their de aging. They did a really good job in was it uh, the beginning of Ant Man where you had yep. like the young, young the Michael young, Douglas. Like, yeah, and you also had a young Tony Stark. You had Hayley Atwell there as well. You know that that was really well done as well. Mm -hmm. Like exactly, like they did a really good job on this. Uh, Harrison Marshall, what do you guys what do you guys think about that? Like uh, honestly, about just also the the fact that he has a wife. Like I didn't ask you, I didn't get to ask you guys last week. So how do you feel about Nick Fury and his scroll wife? Take it away, Harrison. <laughs> I'm down. I like, like. I think it's cool. Like when they first reveal the scroll wife, like you know, they reveal her like in her green skin, chopping, chopping a cucumber in a stupid way. Uh, <laughs> apparently, scrolls haven't learned any knife skills in the kitchen. Um, but uh, but yeah, like, like, like it was cool. I like the fact that he knows she's a scroll. They they don't do a thing of like, oh my god, his wife's been replaced by a scroll. Like no, he married a scroll. Um, like I do kind of feel like. You marry a scroll, I feel you've got to be down for the green a bit more, like because she's yep. like permanently looking looking like a human, and I'm like, it's a bit weird. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, it, 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 was, it was cool. I I don't know how I feel about the idea that he always had a wife somewhere. I appreciate that like she is angry with him. I like that, <laughs> like because that at least feels yeah. real. Of like, you suck, bro. You are an awful husband. Mm. Um, but it is a bit like. Did you not know who you were marrying? Because it's Nick Fury. But also, if you if you remember, I said this uh, in episode one and two review as well. But if you throw back to the Winter Soldier, when uh, just after Fury gets attacked by Bucky and he hides in Steve's apartment, he says, "My wife kicked me out." So, right, that that was like that that would, could have been a typical Nick Fury guy, like he does. But it was also a hint of maybe Fury does actually have a wife, and it's just like mm. back then it was just like a throwaway line. Well, they've, now, they've showed it before with like Hawkeye's secret family, right? Yeah, exactly. True. Yeah, right. So you know, it it could have been you know back then it was like a throwaway line, and I feel like Marvel actually kind of like use references like that to build another foundation in future projects. Like not a lot of franchises do. Like there'd be a throwaway line, and they, they just leave it as that. It was just like a, a quick witty line or a quick lie. But Marvel, Marvel go back and they actually do their research on past projects to mm. then bring in you know future stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, Marshall. Now, now let's go ahead and get to you. So, what did you what do you think of? Like, I th I'm not sure if you, yeah, you haven't said anything about that, and you very barely talked at all. Speaks, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually quite I quite liked. Uh the chemistry between these two um i like the little throwback scenes i like the scene at the table with the poetry and you know seeing nick fury make breakfast just uh yeah i think i think having nick fury's kind of more 
civilian side has been a highlight so far. Yeah, uh, that, that's definitely a positive for me. I like him. Hmm. Yeah, I'd like to see that he's more human and that he's not like that, that's one thing that was cool about this show for me is that he's like not the all-knowing uh, super spy that he that he claims to be or that he like gives off the vibe of. It's that he has a whole team of scrolls that are like giving him information. Yeah, um, I think it's pretty evident that he has some form of PTSD or something going on, right? So I'd, I'd like to. I hope it, in the next two episodes it does kind of explore that a bit more of what. Well, they do. Uh, they do referencing him. that he hasn't been the same since the blip. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Yeah. So. So yeah, you know, like yeah, I I totally agree. There is maybe some kind of trauma there from what happened when with, with that whole blip is. I mean, there's probably a lot of people in the MCU who are probably the exact same way as what Fury is right now. They they don't know how to live their life after being away for five years like that, and then coming back to this. Basically, the world has changed without them, and they don't know how to live their life in that world at the point at the at that time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so one thing I really liked about this about this scene right here, like uh, the part, is he asked her like, "What happened to you?" or "What like what happened like what, during the blip?" And she like she talks about how she found herself, like I found me again, like the me I was before. I'm like, oh damn, dude, she she got all like radicalized. <laughs> I know, like, yeah, I didn't I didn't take it that way, but yeah, no, I see what you mean. But yeah, no, like I mean, she later on she goes to a freaking bank and gets a, gets the gun out of a safety deposit box, ready to go. All spies, spy like what is it with every spy? They go save their gun in a bank <laughs> with like their money and passports and shit. Well, I'm I'm waiting for the. We saw it in the trailer. Fury goes to like one of his like stash houses that's in the graveyard where where he's like you know like a fake grave for him. I'm mm. waiting for that scene to pop up, which is probably going to pop up in the next two episodes. Okay, and fair I, enough. I, I'm intrigued to see what he's got hidden inside that little stash house because we all know in the last one, Fury had you know a spare change of clothes and you know a pistol. Mm. Excited to see because that was like a full on crypt type one. So, I think Fury have like you guys remember that rifle from uh, Avengers? It's like the, it's based off of the destroyer technology. Mm. Oh, Coulson uses I want to I see him have one of those just like, oh. <laughs> just like. The one, Coulson uses, the one Coulson uses to blast Loki. Exactly, exactly. I, don't, I think he does. I think he doesn't do that in that in the movie. He does it in the TV show. I, I don't know if if he if he does use a weapon like that and he he like kills or shoots Gravik with it, he's like heal from that bitch. Yeah, that'd be a proper like Nick Fury Samuel L. Jackson line as well. Mm. Heal from that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, what do you guys think of this scene? Like, where they go to the art museum, and him and uh, Gravik and uh, Talos, they meet up with each other, go sit down for a nice, a nice, I, what, what is this? Like, weird, like, oh, it's a museum, but it's also a restaurant. We're going to have lunch here. We, like, we have that in the UK. We are, our museums have, like, little restaurants in them. Yeah, like, a little, 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 little cafe. You can go have a coffee and, you know, yeah. slice of cake. I mean, I, I mean... That's cool and all, but ours don't have, have that. Not 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 in New Mexico. Like, yeah, the museums that we have here, they have a gift shop. That's what they have. I've right. definitely been to a cafe at like the Museum of Modern Art, like like the MoMA. That in, is awesome, um, New York. Yeah, yeah. There's there's like especially the big museums like the the Museum of Modern Art and like the Natural History Museum and the Natural Science Museum in London. Okay, well they clearly our museums suck then because your guys is like we don't have that here. <laughs> 
they have like little cafes in because they're so big as well. You can literally spend an entire day inside the museums. They're that big. That's awesome. Well, anyway, I know what I got to do when I come to the UK. <laughs> I, uh, I, I kind of like this scene because as soon as um, Gravik met up with uh, Talos, he, you know, he starts acting like not as cool and calm as he usually is. And he's, you know, he's pacing around a bit and he's more aggressive. Yeah. Um, I thought that was that was that was a nice touch that he's he's not so, you know, uh, what's the word? Stoic and, yeah, stoic and in control. And he's just kind of pissed at Talos. Exactly. Yeah, that's one thing that's really great about. It. So I, I kind of agree with what you said earlier, uh, Peaky, about how like um, his like you're kind of agreeing with his uh, what's it, motivations now. Yeah. That he's angry, he wants a home, and he's pissed off at his leader, like the person that he looked up to for hundreds, for presumably hundreds of years. Like he, he's like looked up to Talos, but and he's like, oh, you're just an old man. You're, you're like, you're a weak shadow of what you. I'm like, that's where I start to lose a little bit of it. Is that dude? You're kind of like a whiny little kid, like you're acting yeah. like, a, like a whiny child. Look at if you look at Talos, the, the times we've seen Talos in the MCU, like from from the from Captain Marvel, like he was like you know this military leader mm-hmm. to when we briefly saw him in uh, uh was it far from home and then yeah. you've now seen him in this like you can you kind of have seen Taylor evolve just through the three projects that we've now seen him in so i would agree and and you saw it, him, you saw him from ahead. that military leader to someone who worked very closely with fury to now he doesn't know, especially like now. Like now, we know that he's lost his wife between Far From Home and Secret Invasion. Mm-hmm. He kind of doesn't quite know what to do with himself, and you can see that in the way he acts and the way he is in certain scenarios throughout this series. Yeah, I I would agree that although like so there's there's one thing I was like, can't can't humanity make a compromise? Can't we just let the green people be green? <laughs> like, like we've yeah. seen aliens. We've had like Spider Man. We have you know sorcerers and shit. We have a Tony Stark. Can't we just have green people? What's wrong with that? I, I do have a, an issue. Like, I, I with the character of Talos, and the, like, and this part feeds into what you're saying, Peaky, about you understand his motivations. Uh, sorry, graphics motivations, because like Talos, like, hasn't done anything. Like, and it's like a perfectly reasonable thing to be like, hey, we've been like. Nick Fury's off the books like servants for yeah. 30 years and he hasn't done nothing to find us somewhere to live. Hasn't even like found like, you know, I mean, I hate to use the word, but, like a reservation or something, you know, that they can like go and chill out on and just be themselves. It's like, nah, you can either live on the space station or you can pretend to be humans and do my work. Like and 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 like one of the problems with Talos and all of this is that he's not offering anything to any of the yeah. other scrolls he, he's not going he's not offering like any compromise no like okay let's figure something out he's just like no you've got to do it you've got to stay we've got to keep doing this with fury and eventually they'll let us in it's like when fury's going to be dead before like he lets anybody get their own planet that's that's a good point and now to, to be fair though they uh like how grevic comes up with a great idea like they all go to chernobyl it's like that is the perfect place to place where humans don't go scrolls are immune to to radiate i'm like that is fucking genius let him go to the places that humans don't want yeah i mean to be honest like sorry go for it marshall i was just gonna say i refuse to believe that there's not a single planet or place in the galaxy that fury can't find 
within a week for these people to live. <laughs> like, we, like Captain Marvel, she could visit every goddamn planet out there. There's got to be somewhere habitable. This, what Rafente what just said, I'm sorry to cut you off, Marshall, but this right here. So I'm sure it'll never be addressed, but it's funny how the scrolls can never, can't live freely, at, but as guardians can. But there's a, and they there's have a new million, Asgard. There's a million scrolls, Gilbs. As you could fit all of Asgard on one ship by the end. <laughs> and they're taking all the jabs. <laughs> taking the a... I actually <laughs> thought that was that Fury was right though, that humans have been at each other's throats since we've been able to do so. So expecting people to just come around to the idea of this new species all of a sudden moving in. It it, it wouldn't happen. Well, I guess and they have they have a uh, Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Peaky. I'll say it. about that new Asgard, that new Asgard place with all the Asgardians look human. Yeah, racist. <laughs> no, well, no, I, I, I think, like you said, Marshall, that's the point in the show. Asgardians like, look human. They are I know, I know. With inhumanity, with inhumanity, a little bit easier than what a scroll can when they're not disguised as a human. Hmm. It yeah, kind of goes I, nowhere. The world, the the, the, the Earth. Nowhere. Yeah. Go hang out with the Guardians. There you go. The, the world right. inside the um, the Earth in the MCU is still adapting to aliens actually existing. And to be yeah, fair, to... most of the time aliens turn up, it's they, they destroy a city. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, the the Chitauri showed up, destroyed everything. Whenever right. there's aliens, like whenever there's aliens, the, it, the chaos seems to just erupt. So you can see why Fury is hesitant about letting scrolls interact with humans all the time. It, it, it's I have concern for the scrolls because he knows that humans are violent. Yeah, but I, I do think like I, I do still think like like Fury. The show hasn't shown us anything that Fury has done to even start finding them a new planet. Like mm -hmm. he hasn't gone, "Hey, we've discovered loads of other alien races. We now have connections to people outside of the galaxy. So now we'll start scouting out for a place that you can go to." You know, like yeah. it's not great, but we found this place called Sakaar. Do you like fighting in rings? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. Well, no, that that after Hulk, after well, but I was gonna say Planet Hulk, but that's not a Planet. Hulk. After uh, what was it called? The uh, Thor Ragnarok. The, yeah, Thor Ragnarok. They destroyed Sakar, so that guy got all like overthrown. Yeah, they, but they, I don't know if Sakar is a place is still there. But yeah, it's yeah, just, the great leader like got messed up. Um, so yeah, I'm like they can yeah, but like you said, nowhere there's they could go to Sakar. They could go try like. I don't know. Have you ever tried to consider Mars? Have you ever tried Mars? Well, like, um, what was the what's the, the name of the place where the Nova Corps are that got like completely wiped out by Thanos? Like, oh, oh, uh, Xandar, Xandar. Maybe, maybe the scrolls be like, well, hey, well, we'll, we'll help rebuild Xandar. Well, we don't know what has happened to that planet at this point. Like, we know also, Thanos went there to get the Infinity Stone, but we don't know if the whole planet is gone. We, we, uh, we didn't we see it in Guardians three. Yeah, no, uh, I, I, I don't think we don't see Xandar, no, uh, but we see nowhere. We haven't, so. seen it. we haven't seen it since Guardians One, I don't believe. But yeah, but we know that it got it got ravaged because uh, Thanos has the purple Infinity Stone, which was on that planet, which means it had yeah. to have been like, well, it means Nova didn't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, what I was gonna say is though that it does bring up an interesting point is that in Captain Marvel they do show that like the across the galaxy scrolls are like revered as as like planet street stealers as like monsters like that's why the yeah. Kree are hunting them down it's like if you see a scroll alert your nearest Kree is like uh so maybe the scrolls are not are not like widely accepted around the galaxy either like they, they deal with racism everywhere is 
is the bad guy from Gal- Guardians One? Is he a Cree as well? Yeah. Roman the Accuser. Yeah, he's Cree. He was in yeah. um, Captain Marvel before mm. he got his giant hammer. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, because yeah, like I just feel like you know, it seems to be established now that the Cree are assholes. I want to. I want to take it a moment to appreciate that. If I were a scroll, I, I'd start an OnlyFans that specializes in cosplays. It just materialized the costume, dude. That would be like, go get right, that so, bread. So Loki, I think that Jessica Negri might be a scroll. That that kind of that's I'm a okay good point. That. Like, I'm okay if Jessica Negri is uh, a scroll. I'm okay with that. There would be a lot of scrolls just making deep fakes without a computer. Yeah. Like, yeah. Up. yeah. I, I do also like that's how they say that's why they say the Avengers like mm-hmm. oh maybe you should call your friends like no that's not a mission for them yet because what if they you know all we need is like Thor showing up and you know then then he's on the news as a terrorist because the scrolls take his body or like they they end up like becoming like one that's one thing I do like about that is when they talk about like him and Rhodey are talking well uh, Nick Fury and Rhodey are talking about that and how they're like no we can't bring the Avengers in just yet. And it's like, and I, I believe it's also, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, it was Rhodey who was like, hey, maybe we should call the Avengers. It's like, it, and he's scroll Rhodey. So he's like, dude, he's yeah. trying to get the, like, they're trying to get the Avengers to, to be like overtaken. Yeah. If I was a scroll, scroll commies, I'd transform into my bus and give me the week off. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just kidnap your boss and then you become the boss. There you go, Marshall. I don't want to. I don't want to be the boss, Gubs. I just want the damn week off. <laughs> See, idea to pinpoint. Here's a scroll. Since we've seen that uh, cutting a finger off, it has a uh, has the finger revert to green. Wouldn't cutting a nail or a lock of hair do the same? Res- well, I, so what? Like you've cut a lock of scrolls' hair, they wouldn't just disappear because scrolls don't have hair. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Maybe it turns into like skin or something. Because it's that's a good question as to how it works. Because the scrolls could be a bit weird. Because sometimes they can like manifest clothes, but sometimes they need to, like some of them they'll change and their whole clothes change. Like uh, I think Gravik did it in episode four, where he changed from being that soldier into him. But then yeah. we've seen like the ones on the council uh, who were just wearing the same suits, but they then became green. So like, I don't know where it begins and where it ends. A bit like um, uh, what's her name, uh, Mystique in the first X Men when when uh, Wolverine mm. cuts her claws. Hey, we got a question for you, Peaky. Who let the dogs out? <laughs> so Marshall. let's see. See, we got to go to the comments again. Han says, "Just doing OnlyFans is a scroll. No costume needed. Internet's a weird place." <laughs> why, why is this everyone's first go-to for a scroll? <laughs> I'm like, I want the week off work. Everyone's like, "Yeah, scroll titties." Let's <laughs> up in this. But I'm like, well, I don't know, man. Amelia Clark in in scroll makeup. As, like we've already all seen her naked. Just imagine her green with you know. <laughs> how does that make him better? You I don't know. Weirdo. I don't know. How, how does it make it worse? The question, Marshall, is not how does it make it better. It's how does it make it worse? I mean, you need, I you need to, to be some kind of specialist. I want to see guy naked. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm for it. God yeah, damn. Yes, and being a cock, just in any uh, anything. She is, just, yes. That woman is beautiful. Is it a national treasure? You should all, I'm pretty sure she's from the UK, so you'd all be happy that she came from you're your country. A UK actress, just yes, like hands down, yes. It's like it almost makes it almost makes like dealing with UK people work. No, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I fell in love with Amelia Clark in Game of Thrones, and I'm going to continue falling in love with her no matter what she does. So. <laughs> 
if I was to smell it, I transform oh into an 18 year old Jessica Alba and I take a shower. Well, all right. So no, but in order to transform into them, don't you need like their DNA? Don't you need to put them into one of those like pod things? To, I think you need to be able to at least come into contact. You don't need to put them into those pods. Those pods are just to keep them sedated while you act as them. Well, okay, but you need, you need to be able to get touch their thoughts. They, yeah, yeah, so they they, yeah. they 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 touch their heads to to gain their force. <laughs> Vulcan mind meld that shit. Um, but yeah, I think they need to come into con some kind of contact with them in order to get uh, to transform into them. Mm. All right, let's go ahead. what I'd do if I was a squirrel. What, what would you do as you if you were a scroll? All right, yeah, put it in the comments, guys. If you're listening, what would you do if you were a scroll? Like if you were a scroll, I, we all know what Hans would do with the OnlyFans and Melvin apparently. Back. I might like just turn into Boris Johnson and just confess to everything. That was a glorious idea. I would turn into Trump and go punch a baby. <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> so he would instantly go to jail. You can't, you can't, you can't not put him in jail after that. <laughs> like, well, maybe not a baby, but like a child, a small child. Like, go smack a small child that wasn't mine. <laughs> I would turn into Trump and confess to everything. Like this whole like everything he's been accused of. I, I would. I would go do like the worst thing. I would go do like the worst crimes. I'd go rob a bank as Trump. I'd go like try like stick up someone. Like the problem go with doing that is it would literally make QAnon conspiracies real. That's the that's the one problem with it. Is that like, like, yeah, that's not deep, fake like, news yeah. or deep faking it? I'm like, yeah, no, that's that's a good point, but I don't care. I for the greater <laughs> good. Yeah, <laughs> the greater good. I'm trying to think who I. Oh, I'd turn into. I might turn into Elon Musk and just like go around admitting I'm an idiot. <laughs> like, Ooh, just, just go on to Joe Rogan Twitter. and be like, "Yeah, turn no, into, I don't know what I'm talking Musk, about." Turn, in, yeah. turn into Musk and uh, and sell Twitter. <laughs> Turn into Musk. Oh yeah, that's a that's a good idea. Kidnap Musk, put him in one of them pods, and then become the head of head of Twitter, and then just sell Twitter back to the people who originally had it. <laughs> make Twitter great again. Let's make Twitter I'd, great again. Uh, to be honest, at this point, I'd sell Twitter to Zuckerberg and just be like, "Have it. I don't want yeah. it." Yeah. Oh, sell, sell it to sell it to Instagram and let the, let their threads thing just become the new Twitter. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, let's go ahead and get back on the show. Uh, oh yeah, I like Talos having his full English. I did appreciate this. How he's just sitting there having an English breakfast, and it's, I'm like, dude, one day I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be that. I'm gonna be sitting in a pub having a nice, a nice English breakfast. <laughs> you, gotta go spoons, you gotta go to spoons. <laughs> yeah, it's not a weather spoons. The plates aren't right. The plates aren't right. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta check the carpets to, to confirm if it's the spoons or not. <laughs> yeah, best you're in the spoons. <laughs> oh, just dash all my dreams right now, guys. All right, so so here I wanted to ask you guys, uh, uh, Harrison, you're a fan of of uh, what's his Olivia name? Uh, yeah, Olivia. Col well, you're. A, I was gonna say you're a fan of uh, Edgar Wright films. So, uh, so yeah, this is the the chick from Hot Fuzz, the care the yeah, police Olivia the police woman. Yeah, yeah she, Olivia Coleman. Olivia Coleman's fantastic. She's she's been a, a legend for a while. She's in a great show called Peep Show, uh, which Peaky and I were talking about a while back um, when we did our, our British were. takeover. Yeah, mm -hmm. she was she was Sophie in that. Um, obviously, she's now like an Oscar winner or at least nominee, like you know, big deal now. And I kind of like her in this. I kind of like her as just the sort of evil bad guy. She does bad guy quite well. She was the she was the main villain in um, the Robertsons versus the Machines, the Robinsons, a uh, weird animated movie that came out a couple of years ago. Meet the Robinsons. No, not that one. Not not the Disney one. Um, it, it's uh, one about like a 
It was originally called Disconnected, but they changed the title on it. It's like about a family and like the dad's like, we've got to like stop looking at all our phones. And then an uh, AI played by Olivia Coleman takes over the world. <laughs> Such an Olivia Coleman move, to be fair. I quite like her in this. Like she 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 plays an MI five or MI six operative really well. Yeah, cutting, torturing scrolls, cutting their fingers off, putting like a weird like, I don't even know, torture acid in their veins. Like th this woman is brutal, man. And I also like I how her little, I like her little joke. She puts the the eye patch on the freaking owl. More of her character in future MCU products. Oh, she's gonna probably be in the Thunderbolts. I bet you. Oh, no, that'd be cool. Like, bet you she's gonna be in the Thunderbolts. Uh, like along with that other lady, the uh, Elaine, that chick. Yeah, Julie Louise Dreyfus. That's the one. I think, I, I, think, I, think I think I call her Julie instead of Julie. Julie. <laughs> She oh she apparently <laughs> apparently she was in apparently she was in Dollhouse. I didn't I did not realize apparently she was in the, the show Dollhouse. That was the Whedon series with uh, Eliza Dushku. Yeah, Eliza Dushku. I have no idea, but yeah. So yeah. I I found it really interesting. I I like how a minute ago she's all like oh uh, the last couple episodes she's like all right Fury you're old you're washed up you're not fit to be in this in the spy game anymore and in this conversation she just gives him like the the fucking like coordinates or whatever to, to some dude's house like that oh that runs this like british sub i'm like i, I like how that like the spy world seems like really willy-nilly about just giving out, out like government secrets i think like as much as she gets on that she doesn't trust fury she trusts him like, I'm just saying, like, she puts on this persona that, like, you know, she's she's never trusted Fury, and she still doesn't. But secretly, she actually does because of how long Fury has been in the game. She respects him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm just like, I just find it interesting that, like, again, like her her whole thing was like, oh yeah, Fury, I'm not going to cooperate with you. I don't need you. You're old. And then it's out of nowhere. She's just like, okay, let me t let me tell you this guy's house so you can go threaten him and his kid. Like, what if they were wrong? What if this guy wasn't a scroll? Like, yeah, I, I know. I, I love that time. I was like trying to be like, "Hey, come on, come on, kid!" Like, I, also, I know this the hell out of your dad, but you'll be fine. This, this little scene here, while Tagos is trying to give water to the kid because it it, oh. it helps calm the body down in um, you know stressful situations, is actually a real technique, and I actually love that they put that in. Didn't oh. they straight up murder his dad and throw him in the boot though? Yeah. Well, he was a scroll, so oh, hey, here, I, yeah. Here, no. kid, here's a glass of water for your nerves. By the way, sorry about your dad. He, yeah, his, his dad was a scroll, so who fucking cares? I mean, but I mean, Taylor's still, a still the kid's dad. Hey, hey, hey! See, we're gonna get to it in a minute. But Peaky, you didn't you say a minute ago or a little while ago that you got had chills during the whole like sixth, fifth episode, fourth episode where Taylor's died? You race? Oh, or is Taylor's one of the good yeah, ones? Yeah, but this scroll was trying to launch a nuclear missile, so who cares? <laughs> no, you have a point. There. Yeah, these guys were trying to set off World War Three, so fuck them. <laughs> That was also one thing I really liked is that when they actually are on the ship, they have the two the two military dudes, like one's a scroll and one's not. And the one who's yeah, not a scroll is I like, what the fuck? Like backwards and forwards type thing. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty good. He's like, I'm gonna call the prime minister, I'm gonna call the, the head of the of the defense. And he's like, No, you have a duty. Put you the key. I still, which... I'm still uh, I'm still thinking is that that kid that Amelia Clark's character is kind of taken under her wing a little bit in the in, in the compound. In New oh, uh, oh yeah, the, yeah. The the dude with the the fur cap, with like the, yeah. with like the beanie like hat on. I still think he's going to end up dying. 
Oh, guaranteed. Well, I mean, so we, we already kind of have that part, like, because so during the, during Talos's thing with Grevik, we, uh, she ends up passing him along like a Nokia phone or something with like the, with the plan and with like the information in it that they need. And so, and at the end of this episode, spoiler for everybody who hadn't seen it, she ends up getting shot in, in the chest. But I also, I love how she also like went, got I the extremist. I, so when he, when Gravik shot her and she like turned back into her yeah. scroll form, I was like, no, no, don't, don't do this to me. I was like, I, like, I love no. that though. That was, that was really clever. Like, that's just, that's the best way to do that. If you get hit if, as a scroll, if you get shot in your, in your human form, just turn back and they'll think you're dead and they'll leave you alone. Like that is the she most knows. genius way of doing that. She like, went into I, that machine. I yeah, she became she she yeah. exactly she went into the machine and got the extremist treatment. So I wonder yeah, what other powers. Yeah, we basically see that in episode four, mm. but at the time, I was just like, what? What? It's, it's like, I, uh, hang on a second, P. Hang on one second, P. Marshall, roll with that again. Like what you said that you what other powers might she have? Like that's interesting. Like, so you think that she's a super scroll? Yeah, I th I think so. I, I I think they were they were hinting towards that. Because uh, she got into the machine, but we don't know what she's got. And I think the climax of this entire thing is going to be her versus Gravik, you know, and they're all going to have, they're both going to have these really cool powers from other superheroes. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just hope she has something. Yeah, well, at the moment, the only powers that we know of that they're trying to use for like a super skull are like the, are the, four, the four that we saw on the screen in episode two. Mm hmm. So at the moment, that's the only ones that we know of. I I do love this scene right here where she like looks into their into their minds, like sees like the the memories of like their children and stuff, and she starts feeling really bad about like what they're doing. It's like you know we're kind of monsters, I, aren't I, we? I said I said this in episode one and two review that I can see her. You can see her slowly starting oh, to like think. Um, like she, I think she started she started to realize in those two first two episodes what how graphic was going about it was the wrong way mm -hmm. and she started to kind of like deviate a little bit and you saw more of that in this episode and you saw okay now like she realizes graphic is doing something that he shouldn't be doing and he's going the wrong way about it with all of this yeah and and there might be something to what taylor says like because taylor says he, his idea is that he wants to prove it prove that skull scrolls aren't so bad like basically prove yeah. it to the humans that we're good it, it by and like part of it was about helping nick fury here by like saving the day you know stopping the nuke from launching off is like see some of us aren't so bad like we're not all trying to destroy your planet we're just trying to live and i think that's actually a really smart way of going about it. like yeah it's not like like kind of like harrison said taylor's isn't doing very much for the scrolls but he's trying to like if nothing else, just pr he's trying to overcome, like, he's trying to do, like, the Martin Luther King thing. Be, like, pacifist and, like, prove that we're, like, not here to kill you. We're just, we just want to be people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the diff like, 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 at least Martin Luther King was also there going, hey, this isn't right. <laughs> like, Fair enough. You, you need to be right to us. You can't do this. Like, uh, he reminds me a bit, like, um, of uh, Professor X. You know, like, like oh. Professor X doing the same thing. If, you know, kind of, like, we're here to prove that, yeah. that mutants aren't monsters, that we can, you know, live amongst people, that we can be useful. Um, but yeah, I, I just think it's it, it's all well and good, but like I think for the scrolls in particular, it does feel like they're being taken advantage of. Like Nick Fury is taking advantage of them, and he's just letting that continue, and you know mm. keep going like, oh, keep doing it, guy. You know, he's like that guy, that boss who's like, keep going, guys. It's all gonna be worth it in the end, and you're not getting a bonus. You're not, <laughs> you may be getting a pizza party. Like, like, like that's it. Like, like it isn't worth it. 
here's, here's, um, the, here's the way about I'm going with it with Fury and the whole like Fury trying to find the scrolls a new place to give. Is that the entire time Fury was at Shield, he was constantly being watched. Let's be honest, he was constantly being watched by the World Council, so he Hydra. probably wouldn't have been able to do much while he was at Shield. Mm-hmm. And yeah. let's be honest. Shield had a pretty bad run from uh, the first Avengers to uh, to when they uh, it was dissolved in the Winter Soldier, where they were constantly having to try and deal with all of these world threats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like if you watch the Agents of Shield show, like dude, Shield was dealing with crap like left and right. Exactly. So this is exactly why I was thinking. Okay, now something is. Yeah, it's kind of making me think, okay, looking back of what S.H.I.E.L.D. had to deal with in the early MCU, I can see why Fury wasn't able to do much at that stage. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about uh, Maria Hill Gilbs? Uh, I, I call bullshit still. I'm going to call massive bullshit. I don't think Maria Hill is dead. Well, really? I, I, because in, to this day, if you watch the, the, I noticed it on episode four. I was sitting there watching it. The credits, the credits rolled, like, we'll, and we'll get to it here in a yeah. second. But uh, the Greg's Rollins said, special guest, Colby Smulders. And I'm like, but she's not in the show anymore. So she must show up before the end of the series. I'm, I'm thinking she still must be there. Like, I think that, yeah, we're, we haven't seen the last of her. It's going to be some kind of fake out that she I actually hope, didn't die. I, I hope we don't. I, want, I do want to see more of Maria Hill because I think Fury needs... Another, like yeah, Fury needs someone else to back him up in situations, and Maria Hill is the per- now Talos is dead. Maria Hill is the perfect person to back Fury's play. Mm. Exactly. I'm like, I think that she's going to come back, and she'll be like, because she's been like, why would you bring Colby Smulders in there for one episode just to kill her off? Like, what? Exactly. what? I don't think Colby Smulders would have been up for that because she enjoys playing. The role of Maria Hill. She really does love playing this, to doing this role. Mm. So here, let's go ahead and get in episode four. Because yeah, episode five just ends with like the with uh, his wife going to the get the gun. She's going to uh, you know like obviously she's told by Rhodey that she has to kill Nick Fury, and that's during this part. I love how there's that de- again very very spy thriller. They're having this conversation about like you have to go murder this person in a fucking church where like and children are singing. Hell. Typical Fury as well. He's bugged her. Yeah, so he already knew. Like he knew from the start that she was like a, a mole, basically. Yeah, he, he must he have Batman had feeling that something wasn't quite right in order to bug her. So yeah, we can talk about the that scene here in a second, but or the the scene with Rhodey here in a second. But I want to talk about this. Like uh, Harrison, you mentioned X Men a little while ago. Did you guys notice the X Men uh, reference in this apartment? Oh no. no. Okay, so, all right, everyone, if you guys didn't notice this, like, in her house, like, you get this whole speech from her about how she's, uh, you know, here, I'm going to go take it off screen so I can I can actually get to that real, that point without getting copyrighted, but, yeah, uh, there's this whole thing about how, her, like, the person that she knew, like, they, that they both knew was a doctor, like, that she was, like, a real-life person that both Nick and this scroll knew, and that she, like, uh, you know, I, she asked permission if she could take the woman's body, right? Oh, and, yeah. And she's like, all right. She said yes under like three conditions. Like I, you know, I continue being a, a daughter. I continue being like I. I so I, I watched this scene a second time and I didn't notice it before. But like, there's a part where I think where they shoot each other, and then the the camera goes off, like it goes like, hmm. off to another mm-hmm. part, and you see like there's a cover of her book and it says the superhuman gene, and on the back of the book there's like a light that looks like an X. 
Oh. Right, oh, right here, right here. Perfect. I found it, found it. So during this scene, it's like there's a book that this doctor wrote. And if you oh. actually, like, I zoomed in on the screen, it says the, the super, the quote unquote superhuman gene. And then on the back, there's a, like a little, it looks, it's, I'm guessing it's supposed to be like a shining star or something, but yeah. it has, it takes the shape of an X. And I'm like, huh. oh, X Men reference. Interesting. That's huh. very interesting. So yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking that they're going to, they, and then that's also a big thing that they're bringing, they're building up with the Marvels as well, is that like Miss Marvel has like the X gene, like they're kind of, they're kind of changing her super, her like inhuman origin and making her an X Man. Okay. Interesting. Mm. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Exactly, and, and that well. There's with the with the writers and actors strike now. We don't know when we're gonna get it, but I'm sure you guys have seen that picture of uh, of Hugh Jackman in the Wolverine costume. Oh yes, I have. Oh is, yes. Is, is that confirmed to be real? I know uh, that is that is absolutely confirmed to be real, dude. There's been a bunch of other videos and clips of it of yeah. him like acting can, next to. I can I can happily, definitely say that that suit is the real deal because. I have a good friend who were who is working on that film. Oh, well, he's not at the moment, the moment oh. because of the writer strike and he's out of work because of it. But he has so he's a runner, and he has been working very closely with Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. Is that going to get you're... you in trouble, Peaky? No, because there's a photo of him stood next to Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman, both in their suit. <laughs> well... Well, when your when your buddy is done on production, you need to get him on the show or get him on your channel. Either way, he had a very very strong worded email from Kevin Feige about an NDA, so it's he like, can't talk about anything. I mean, until the again, until the show is over, until it releases, then then maybe he can talk about some stuff. Like I'm know, talking like those, release those, those week. NDAs, those NDAs last a very long time. But he should be he should be able to escape fairly easily being a runner. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I, I heard a but thing it was... that was really interesting recently, which is that if like if if anyone's out there and you have a period of time where you're not working and then you go to like get a job interview and they ask you about your like resume, they go, Hey, what was this thing where you haven't got anything yet? Tell them you signed an NDA. Uh that's I've heard that one as well. Is that like, oh yeah, I can't talk about it. I signed an NDA, that's why there's a gap in my resume. Yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> It's genius, right? I was I, like, why have I never thought of that? I wish I'd have known. I was just honest in my last job interview. Like, I've just been a fucking bum for two months. I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, we appreciate the honesty. <laughs> I was just chilling out, man. You know, one job interview I had, it was like, why, why is there, why is there like a, uh, you know, like a four month gap? I was like, because COVID, nothing was open. <laughs> <laughs> so. Here's something I want to talk about here. You know something I didn't realize is that this character. So we're, we're going to talk about the roadie part now. This uh, scroll is a chick. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. I I did not realize that this scroll was a female until uh, until ju literally just now when I started clicking the video. I'm like, ah, huh. that's that's interesting. So like, yeah, who do you is, who do you think this is? Uh, I can actually tell you that character that that scroll's name. Go for it. This I just need oh. to find where I read it. Are you friends with the scroll? So that is Rava. Rava. Okay. Uh, is that like is, is there a comic book origin there, or is it just like is that someone from the other movies, or what am I? Who am I? It just says a female scroll named Rava and is a part of Gravik's rebel faction. Okay. Uh, okay. 
And so yeah, but all right, so let's go ahead and talk about this scene where where she turn where Rava turns into Rhodey and then comes over here. Like, how long do you think Rhodey has been? I I know Kevin Feige says it's been for a while. Okay. Do you think do you think it's like since Civil War when he broke his legs? Do you think that Rhodey actually died and then this is just a scroll no. that took over? No. It's been since so reading I while we were been talking, I I quickly looked up to see what uh Kevin Feige had uh had said. Okay. Um and he basically, uh, Kevin Feige said that it has been uh, quite a while. So we like the idea that fans are going back and watching some of the other appearances of Rhodey and realizing that maybe that wasn't him. This has led to some media outlets to speculate that Rhodey could have been a scroll as early as the beginning of Phase Four. So Falcon and Winter Soldier, that was possible. That was oh, possible. that time when when Sam was talking to Rhodey, that was probably a scroll. Yeah. Oh okay. damn. All right. So, all right. So, so as early as Phase Four, so around the time of like WandaVision when that started, that's yeah. when Rhodey became a scroll. So the well, the 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 the, the, uh, the, the Rhodey that was in Endgame was the real Rhodey. I would. I hope because so. I, well, yeah. I, I, to be honest, I, honestly, I, I I kind of believe it was because I don't think the emotion Rhodey felt when Tony sacrificed himself would have been real if it was a scroll. I, well, I don't know. So that's an interesting question there too. Do scrolls like retain emotion? Like, do they feel like emotional? Right, like, so looking at how the scrolls do it, they take their memories, but I don't think they can take the attachment and the emotion to certain people. They have to kind of fake that and like fake it till you make it type situation. They have to act in yeah. that regard when it comes to emotion and attachment to people. So, mm. you know, unlike Fury's wife, who has been with Fury for years, emotion and attachment has grown there. But yeah. with a scroll taking on the, the powers, uh, like the big memories and everything from a person, like with Rhodey, I don't think there would have been able to take that emotion that Rhodey felt with Tony. All right, I, I see that. And I'm, I'm going to get. Tony wasn't just Rhodey's best friend, he was like a brother. They went through yeah. a lot together. And they had known each other for a very, very long time before the events of Iron Man One. So, having the reveal that, that happy was it was a scroll the whole time. Having that <laughs> personal uh, and emotional connection with Tony wouldn't have been the same. Okay, I agree. I think they kind of need to be careful with who they decide is a scroll, because it's gonna. That's all you're going to see them as when you go back and rewatch stuff, right? Is oh, I know they're a scroll now, and it, it might ruin the character a bit knowing that. I yes, think. Yes, but you're, I'm not going to. You're not a true Marvel fan if you don't go back and rewatch stuff. <laughs> I still try to watch stuff, but I'm sorry, I but like with, I don't restart the things, MCU every time things, I finish it. I'm sorry, but like with new things constantly coming out with the MCU, like new shows, new movies, there are always references to older things that have happened into the MCU that you may have forgotten. So sometimes a rewatch is viable to be able to understand a certain type of situation that's happening in the MCU at the moment. That which is, is that is definitely I, true. Why, which is why I do a thing where every time a new movie is set to come out, I start from Iron Man 1 and I work my way through the entire films because... Nah, man. That's a bit Ain't nobody got time for that. 
Yeah. No, man, when a new movie comes out... I don't do it with the shows because the shows are still new. They're still quite fresh. So I still remember what has happened in the shows. Whereas nah, with the movies, sometimes there's a reference <laughs> nah, in like the early MCU that you may have forgotten and they pick back up on it in a future MCU <laughs> project. Nah, dog, ain't about that life. <laughs> nah, like, but in all serious though, like, I'm, I'm, I think that it's, uh, that's, a, that's not a bad policy, but I, I only do it in, in waves. You know, like when I, when uh, Ant-Man 3 comes out, then I watch Ant-Man 1 and 2. I don't go back I and know. watch like, yeah, I, I, I watch the entire. I'm, I'm currently I'm watching all of the MCU films in slow mo. I'm oh, on. Jesus Christ. I'm on Iron Man three. I can't imagine that one scene where Iron Man doing this and like fires the rocket at the tank. I've been doing it since Endgame came out, and I'm only on Iron Man three. Jesus Christ, Peaky! Why? Why would you watch it in slow motion? <laughs> little tiny easter eggs that are literally like blink and you miss it ridiculous ridiculous oh, man like Peaky, you and me are very different people but i have dedicated what what 15 what? years almost i mean 15 I... years of my life has been mc has been marvel been the mcu <laughs> i am going to continue dedicating my life to the mcu I think I'm, I'm all for the... that I think it's a nice mix, Gilms. Peaky watches things on repeat in slow motion. Harrison watches them at normal speed, and you can't get me to watch shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I have the whole set. I have a whole. It's it's like some like weird cradle of grave kind of thing going on here. Yeah. <laughs> it's just my rebellious nature, Gilms. You tell me to watch something. I'm like, don't you tell me what to do. It's like you dirty American. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but. Saying. No, all right. So let's go ahead and uh, what do you guys think of this scene where where Rody and him are talking and like Rody? I like how it's like ten in the morning. Rody gets drunk or, or again like, takes a shot, and then they also have that part later on where he's like, "Colonel, were you drinking?" <laughs> yeah, I also like how in, in that drink they put they, they reference it a little bit later on. Is that he put like tracking nanites in the in in the in the drink so you can track I, what Rody is. I think I think they reference it during this one. Yeah, he says like yeah, he openly tells him. Yeah, all that nanotech. <laughs> yeah, it's like I could, I could just track you, <laughs> and then Rody picks it up and and then takes a drink. I'm like, why would you? He just told you he was gonna track you with something. I'm like, what the fuck? Kind of like, no, don't do that. This is another one of those scenes where like um. I find I find the discussions of race in it a bit awkward, like, I, and it might be because like we've seen like Nick Fury for a long time, and clearly like ra you know race is not ever going to be something that is completely gone, you know, if it's supposed to be a contemporary kind of you know world. But we've never really seen Nick Fury and anything else talk that much about his race, you know. He's just like, I'm just who I am. I'm Nick Fury. You know, it doesn't matter. We ain't dealing with that stuff. But in this, like, like they hear go like. Yeah, if you waste a single drop of this, listen, your ancestors will reach out and whoop your black ass. And I'm just like, Dude, to be honest, that's, I think that's a little bit of Samuel L. Jackson coming out into Fury's character as well. Because Samuel L. Jackson is like, when he, when he like talks about stuff, you watch him in interviews and stuff, he is like that. I hadn't thought about that. How much of this do you think is just Samuel L. Jackson being Samuel L. Jackson and being like, is what, it, fire me, try? It's almost like. In uh, Django Unchained, isn't he? 
yeah, yeah. He is, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there was a thing where Leonardo DiCaprio wouldn't say the N word, and Samuel Jackson said, "Just say it. It's a it's a motherfucking word. Just say it. You're in a film. You're an actor. Just say the word." So, like, you know, I think that's that's. I think that's just. I think they've kind of given Samuel Jackson a little bit more freedom with Fury's character in this project. And you can you can see that in the episodes that we've had that there's a little bit more freedom of how Fury is because he's not tied down to the democracy of Shield. He's a free man at this point. He can do what he wants. He can come and go when. Is it he though? I'm like he was on the saber. He was on the saber station, like presumably either working for Shield or Sword. I'm like, isn't he an, an agent of the government though? I'm a free agent. No, no, you're not. Well, he, he is now. He went from the space station, and the, the, no one knew where he had gone. I mean, like, all right, so, so technically, yes, but that's still though. He is part of the government. You're not just a free. You're a wall. You're on the run. Okay, Gilbs, what, what why do you think the reason is that Fury hasn't been able to find a home for these scrolls yet? Why isn't he able to find a home for these scrolls? Because he's too busy, uh, too busy fucking around making racist jokes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but it, you know, uh, I don't know. It's maybe he's that he's been uh, been busy with other stuff. You know, the Ultron. He's been busy with uh, the Chitari attacking the planet been busy with the goddamn like hydra and all their michigan like he has had a whole bunch of other stuff on his plate besides the scrolls no I do feel that's like just he got, he got for five years and he's come back to this completely new world also also where the hell is captain marvel during all this she's off teleporting for whatever some reason i don't know i haven't watched that movie yet she's in fast and furious Oh, he's... 32 guild <laughs> comes out later uh, this year guild i'm just saying she's off teleporting across the galaxy because she's using her powers or something i don't know with something stupid the point is is that I where mean, the hell is captain marvel like finding planets she referenced it in endgame of where she's been this entire time she, she said to rocket there's other planets that don't have the avengers or the guardians you promised the scrolls you <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like like she would be quite handy in this because presumably the scrolls are going to have a lot of respect for Captain Marvel. Like she's kind of like Some of them. sort of scroll savior, you know. Um, but yeah, don't I, say I, her name, Harris. Don't invoke her name. <laughs> you guys remember that in Spider Man? <laughs> yeah, it's like Captain Marvel. Don't invoke her name. It's like, and then it turns out that that Nick Fury turned out to be Talos. Oh, um, oh interesting. Oh, okay. They, so Talos oh, does revere. So Talos does in fact revere her. Oh, uh, you know, I rewatched that the other day, and I I didn't realize I didn't think of that. Like it's obviously, because I saw you, a bit where you didn't watch it in slow motion, Harrison. Oh, true, <laughs> true, yeah. Oh, yeah. How do those dear. movies sound in slow motion, Piggy? Uh, yeah, it's very awkward trying to get. Here I, I imagine. How if you it, man. fun fact? If you listen to yeah, if you listen to like audio of something like if you just go on YouTube and listen to our podcast or in, in like twenty point two five speed, we all sound like we're drunk. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I sound. Pre- anyway, Gilbert, don't lie. <laughs> That's a good I, point. I, I'm pretty slow as it is, Gilbs. I can't imagine listening to myself in point two five speed. Wow. Try, try it sometime. That's some ASMR stuff right there. I can't. You either, sound like, you either sound like you're drunk, you. or yeah, you either sound like you're drunk or you're on the short bus. <laughs> that's the that's the nice way to put that. You're on the sunshine bus. How dare you insult us short kings, Gilbs? <laughs> Good save, Marshall. Good save. Thanks. All right, so let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and talk about this scene. 
the the scene, the one, the one that were like yeah. probably the best so, scene of the series. Yes. So one thing I want to go throw back to, if you remember from the episode one and two review, I said that it got the president could be a scroll. I, I that is no longer. A, we can clearly tell that the president isn't going to be a, isn't a scroll at this point. Mm. Because yeah. At this point, like, why would Grav? Gra- it seems to me like Gravit kind of wants to turn other scrolls onto his side of things instead of ki- like he would only kill another scroll if and if like turning them wasn't a viable option. Well, so, he he hasn't killed that one lady scroll that he that, that he let go from the you know that refused to feel that swear loyalty. To. He hasn't killed I'm, her yet. I'm quite surprised we haven't seen her get popped. You know, we'll have to see. We'll have to wait until episode six and see if she, if like Gravik's like, all right, time to time to meet your maker or some shit like that. I wouldn't be surprised if they did some sort of plot where like the scrolls that are under Gravik's like um, leadership were so loyal that like there might be like a you have to die for the cause, buddy. So mm-hmm. we need like we need the president to die and the world to see it and to make sure that, that happens. You're going to be the president. So you're going to be there when we need you to be there, and then we'll kill you. Mm. I could see that maybe happening, but like obviously, yeah. why do that when you could just kill the dude? Like so, yeah. I can't help but feel like this is less. You know, this is made. They made this look a little too easy. Like I can't help but feel like if a, if a helicopter flies anywhere near the president's motorcade, they're gonna be on that shit like immediately. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Like I feel there's like a drone like tracking them the entire time. Yeah, yeah, like, or is, is there not like an air force? Like, I, I would, I would imagine that wouldn't they have their own helicopter flying somewhat like nearby? Yeah. Mm. Tip, typical Americans, Gilbs. All the world leaders have been captured, but the president of the U.S. of A. I mean, pretty <laughs> much, because America is awesome. America, fuck yeah! <laughs> Come in again to save the motherfucker. All <laughs> day, yeah. Although I do want to now, I want to go and watch Team America World Police. Although I want to point out, though, in this, the military, like the the Secret Service agents, all kind of suck. Like it's it takes the British dude showing up and saving the day to actually like win the battle. Because yeah, all these Secret Service agents are just getting popped left and right. Yeah, it's one of those sad things that they often do and stuff like this. And I guess that you know, like a show is going to have like a smaller budget than a movie, or it's the same budget, we have to stretch it out over a lot more. So you get like kind of lackluster fights like this, but it it is a bit a bit weak source. Mm. Mm. Yeah, like it, like the the you'd think again, like the guys are should be better trained. I saw someone on another on another uh, stream talk about like before they get in the car, like Rhodey, one of the security detailed guys has like a busted arm. Here, let me let me pull it up. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah, it's it's the one that it's the one that Nick Fury like busted up when he went yeah. to meet in the restaurant but but yeah. like but, and, and someone pointed out that like he wouldn't be on the on the security detail it's like that actually is a good point like he probably wouldn't be because a busted arm you're like you can't draw your weapon yeah exactly maybe he's left-handed gilbs you ever think about that you know huh? what no i didn't no i did not and i don't and i don't want to think about it lefties are the devil's minions you know it i know it <laughs> Lefties are the devil's yes. media. Can we get that? Can we get on this quote of the week? We need a quote of the week. Oh, do you, do you guys not? Apparently, it's a thing. I guess like Catholics think that. Like, it's like I, left-handed people are, are like sinners. Of course. Yeah, they I, I, I have heard. Yeah, back in the day, and you get like kids like basically beaten until they use their right hand. Yeah. Jesus. Lefties are the devil's media. Yeah, and apparently it's wrong. Use your left hand. Yes, the left hand of God, man. Where all the sinners go. 
anyway, but yeah, so let's also talk about how the, the crappy uh, – tactic military tactics here of just like standing in a line with no with no cover <laughs> and then just like when one guy gets popped you just move to the right and keep on covering the alien i'm like that is not how like i i don't know much about military tactics but this is horrible these people would be terrible at gears of war <laughs> yeah gears also, of war like, call of duty why did talos just rip the door clean off yeah he's in there punching bulletproof glass i'm like i yeah Make more sense to rip the door off yeah. the hinges. He he pulled a, a chain off a gate earlier. That's pull true. The, pull the door down, dude. Yeah. So, so yeah, but like as I said, as I said earlier at the, in the show, I think this is where that this is why uh, that dude, like that military guy with the you know, the secret file that they had, I, I'm guessing that's that's who this was because later on, like I, in the middle of the battle out of nowhere, we have uh, freaking Gravik just becomes one of these like SAS guys and and kills Talos. And it's like, when did he transform? Like, yeah, he, we no see, one noticed that. Yeah, like we see him at yeah. one point walk into the middle of the battlefield, like right here. He just kind of like walks into the middle of the battlefield, and then, or, or hang on, yeah, then he, then he, like we see him do the whole like Groot thing with his arm. We're gonna yeah. get in so much well, trouble yeah. how much I'm playing is it, this. Isn't the entire point of what they're doing, like speaking Russian and stuff, is to make them think it was the Russians doing it? And now he's out in the open using his powers. He's got dead scrolls everywhere that are going to turn into scrolls. Well, a lot of them are wearing balaclavas, so I think that was like his. I, I noticed yeah. that myself. I'm like, oh, okay. what so, happens if they get shot? It's like they're wearing masks. Okay. So yeah, when they so come to clean up the crime scene, they're, they're just going to keep the balaclavas. Wearing well, no, I mean, presumably, if a, if a scroll if a scroll drops, you're going to grab the body and take it with you. You're not just going to like leave it there. But they didn't. They drove off. Yeah, um, no, that's a very good point. Like, and to be honest. Didn't they? They mess up with a few of these things because, like, like he doesn't have a balaclava. He could have looked like somebody else other than his usual human form, so that they, exactly. like he wasn't as easily recognized. Hello, Peaky, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> oh, like, dude, hang on, let's let's bring this up. Playing an oh, army God. of two now, are we? That's um, his, his his mask, his uh, fucking airsoft mask. See, but also, right, like, one, you couldn't tell I was a scroll, so. <laughs> I mean, your ears uh, stick out of it. Um, <laughs> shut up. But uh, Gra Gravik also did that thing that like, annoyed me. It it's a cool shot, but it really annoyed me in um, the episode where uh, Hill dies. And Gravik's like walking around and just shape shifting, like, you know, oh, I went behind a cart. I'm like, there's like a thousand <laughs> people in Red Square. And no one's there going, hey, brother, what is that? That's some <laughs> fucked up shit. That little girl told him to old man. Sergey walked behind candy floss and came out woman. I mean, they were all pretty much <laughs> by the, the festival that was going on. That's a, there's another thing. Like, how did the SAS guys not notice the Gravik walking towards them and then just transform into one of them? Yeah, like, it doesn't, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. But, uh, but I do like that. Well, I don't think this is the, one's, the one I just saw. We just saw it right there. I don't think that one's Gravik. I think that, but I do like that part of like, oh shit, an alien! Like, no, he's with me. He's with us. And he's like, okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> yeah, pretty okay. easily persuaded. Why, uh, that's uh, the whole reason why, like, Fury's hesitant about bringing the scrolls into like the public eye is that response right there. Yeah, yeah. which all it required was him going, no, that's cool, and he was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, and the, and the military dude is just like, okay, this this dude who I who presumably like this guy wouldn't know. Like, I guess I guess Nick Fury might be famous in like the military government, you know, circles. But still, though, this this just random black man is just like, no, he's with me. Is like, who the fuck are you? 
I also I feel a little bit like I feel like if, if people know about who Nick Fury is, I feel there might have been some sort of thing out at some point when he gets fired. You're going, hey, Nick Fury is like a rogue agent. He's operating outside of our jurisdiction. Keep an eye mm. out for this guy. Don't let him just turn up at stuff. <laughs> and they do. Like the Secret Service, they see that Fury shows up shooting at people with gun, and they don't do yeah. anything. They're just like, oh, cool. Fury's here. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, just w walking around, walking into pubs. And <laughs> no one, no one yeah. gives a shit. Rogue agent, like uh, suspected terrorist, and he's well, then just again, like. Then again, he is in England. Uh, it, it's it's true. It's true. When weird shit happens here, we just walk past exactly. it. Exactly. We we, we we turn a blind eye to stuff like that. It's like, yeah, that's great. Whatever. Run wanted terrorist. The match is on. Click. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, football. It's not like anything weird ever happens. Like the Russians assassinate a guy in an Ask Italian. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Oh my god. But yeah, so but <laughs> so yeah, Talos dies. We get Gravik stabs him because some for some reason he's you know sneaks into the group. I love that part. Put him down! Like you should have shot him when you had the chance, dude. You should have shot. Gra Although he does shoot Gravik. Like I like how I like this part where he shoots Gravik like straight in the freaking face, and nothing happens. Like he just yeah, like has cool. it. The just the extremis. Yep. Yeah, let's. God damn it! I want to see it happen, but it, but I can't. I don't want to get in trouble for it. There we go. That was that was actually pretty bitching. I shot him like right in the freaking cheek, and it's just like nope. So which begs the question: like the only one who's gonna be able to beat him is is uh, Gaia, right? Like they're not gonna be able to beat this guy with like conventional bullets. I guess so. Yeah. It does have that slight thing, like all of these, you know, like he's invincible thing where they never like just really try it. Yeah, like, like I'm just like, nah, like, like, just keep pumping bullets into him. Empty that clip into his face and see what happens. At the very <laughs> yeah. least, I bet it'll slow him down. Where's that, like, shotgun you were running around with, like, blasting scrolls left and right? Like, shoot him in the head. Yeah, like, even if he's, you know, like, Deadpool-style. I also Deadpool want to know, at this point, is Gravik the only one on his side that's the super scroll? Like, his right-hand man that seems to, like, be there, be everywhere where Gravik is. I want to know if he's... Powered as well. Yeah. Presumably, I, I would imagine. I imagine that graphic is, but go, go ahead. I, I, I'm going to say yes that like lots of the scrolls are already super scrolls. Partly because the whole Amelia Clark thing suggests that it takes like five minutes. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it, it seems to be like a pretty simple operation. They've got the machine. He'll just just churn people through. Just get it done. But then again, I think Gravik would also only want people who he really did trust. With that, I mean. He says in the show, doesn't he, that uh, he wants them all to be super scrolls. He's like, all of us will all do this. Yeah, because then they yeah. can end up taking down humanity with no problem. But I don't think that's his like that's his long term goal. But at the moment, while he's trying to, you know, cause all of this chaos and like you know pin stuff on certain terrorist groups and certain like countries and everything. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. So Rafente brings up an interesting thing. He says, I wonder if they used how Tony assumedly cured Pepper of extremis at the end of Iron Man 3. Because, yeah, he did. Like, apparently she had, like, some weird, you know, blood transfusion or something, and she had... And then, yeah, she's cured. So, in, in theory, whatever process they used for that, you could use to, to reverse the extremis and, like, make him yeah. vulnerable again. I want to mm -hmm. see him breathe fire. 
I want to see him do like do the thing that the guy did in Iron Man three and just like oh, and like breathe fire at, at uh, someone because like he's hate, honestly as much as I'm glad they're reusing Extremis, I hate the MCU's version of Extremis. Yeah, no, it's stupid. It's dumb. Now, the comic book Extremis is way better. I mean, they tried doing something like that with the nanotechnology stuff, where it like comes out of his like chest plate or whatever. But yeah, you're right. The extremist from the comic books was way cooler because it actually like, came out of his skin. The animated like mini series of extremists is like five episodes, I think it was. Mm-hmm. That was brilliant. But yeah, like it shows a lot more of like the capabilities of Iron Man with with extremists. Like he like it becomes part of his body at that point, and it has nothing to do with like the bad guys. Yeah. The side note. Well, we mentioned comic books. Uh, there's a comic book shop right next to where I work. So every day on my lunch break, I've been going in and reading two pages of the Dark Phoenix saga and then leaving and then going <laughs> back the next day and reading the other two. And I'm going to do it until I finish the whole thing and save myself 35 pounds. <laughs> it's not a library, Marshall. As I'm walking there, I'm like laughing to myself, knowing what I'm about to do. <laughs> Shame on you, Marshall. I put, I put it back. local comic shops, man. But I've been like bookmarking, <laughs> turning the corners of the page. <laughs> Are you dog earing the corner? Oh, you dickhead! What if someone wants you're to buy ruining, that? You're ruining a book. Oh, you're such an agent of chaos. I love it. It's only like tiny little folds. And I know I what page I'm on. That's I know what page I'm on. To a collector, that is bad damage. You are a monster. You are evil. Right, Marshall, get him out of there, Gilbert. Get him out of there. <laughs> You're in timeout, Marshall. <laughs> horrible, horrible practice. Shame on you. Oh, Tim, don't be that. Don't do that. We we had that during the Loki bullshit of like Mephisto. Where's Mephisto? Mephisto's going to be there. No. Mephisto will never be there. We have no Mephisto. The MCU does not have Mephisto. Give me Mephisto. Yeah. I want Mephisto. Yeah, well, give, they, I, I want to see Mephisto in, in the MCU. Well, so. they, they need to bring back, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Robbie Reyes. They need to bring back Ghost Rider then. Yeah. The, the Mexican Ghost Rider. Nick Cage Ghost Rider or nothing. Did I get a new mic? <laughs> no, I did not get a new mic. I got a new little like arm thing. So I got I can like now move my, my mic around. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling all professional now. You could you could attach something else to that. Oh, I could. Peaky, <laughs> Peaky, no. Like how how do you have time to do that, Peaky, in the middle of watching the entire MCU on slow mo? <laughs> When's the last time you ate? <laughs> you know, he's he's he sits there in between in between dogging sessions. He'll be sitting there in the bushes, uh, just like Marshall, the last time I was uh, actually the last time I ate today was at half past twelve. I haven't eaten since. Damn, dude. It's been a minute for you. Go, go, well, don't go eat. To be honest, now. I've had a really bad pressure headache all day and I just haven't wanted to eat. Is it from watching uh, things in slow motion? No, I just woke up with it this morning at five o'clock. <laughs> Let's see here. Refente oh, says, Cast Bob Iger's Mephisto, the mastermind behind everything that thwarts everything into hell. No, Patton Oswalt's uh, Mephisto. <laughs> <laughs> Then you can have a catchphrase like it's buy one get one free on these Mephists. Didn't pass, didn't, uh, isn't, uh, he, yeah, no, I was gonna say, he's already in the MCU. He's part, he was uh, at the end of Eternals. Well, yeah. he's, that, he's that weird little George, like dwarf dude. 
Do you, you think I watched Eternals, Gil? I don't. I know you didn't watch Eternals, but that's not the point. <laughs> what? Why did you watch Eternals? Because because I, uh, like he did, he was did the right thing. Marshall was correct <laughs> in not watching the Eternals. He did the right thing and didn't watch the the movie. Yeah, it was it wasn't the best. It it was okay, but it wasn't the best. It, yeah, it, was... it wasn't the greatest MCU film, but I still I I had to watch it. It's oh no, I'm I'm committed. I'm 15 years in. I'm committed. Exactly. Uh, I watched if I got through if I got through Black Widow, I could have got through Eternals. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know which is yeah. Maybe if I, I got watched... through, if I got through the Winter Soldier and Thor: Dark World, I got through. Yeah, no, I I liked Winter Soldier, but if I got through Thor: The Dark World, I'm like, come on, dude. Wait, you I... don't like Winter Soldier? No, I, I love I Winter Soldier. It, but it's not one of my favorites. I'm, I'm with you on that, Peaky. Like, like I, I think there are certain Marvel movies that it's definitely a taste thing. But the, yeah. the Winter Soldier is not my taste. Yeah. Yeah. I but when I when I do my rewatch, I have to force myself to watch Dark World just because. Yeah, Dude, Chris. Not all right, uh, what's his name? Chris O'Dowd, I think his name is. He got done so dirty in that movie. Like, his, they put they put him in the MCU just to make him like the 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 not so great boyfriend, like the the guy that you know the, the dude in the memes is like you, the guy she says you shouldn't worry about. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, they they like they set him up as like Jane's um like his like her sympathy shag basically. <laughs> And, and like even then, did she even do it with him? Like I don't think she did. Yeah, I think he's no, just he she went on a date with him. Get that far. He Poor Roy. Do you know what? I would I would love to see Chris O'Dowd in like a DC movie, like like a Jim Gunn like DC movie. I feel like oh dear. Well, make him one of the, like the make him one of, like the Amanda Waller, like one of the lackeys under her. I'd be all about that shit. I, I don't yeah, think I don't know yeah, yeah, I, I was like maybe just a, like a low level supervillain. Like I, I feel it'd be interesting. Ah, oh, do, do you know what? Just for the sake of it, it wouldn't. The tone would be completely off. But I'd love to see him in like the next Robert Pattinson, like Batman, or as <laughs> like, just like like the Condiment King or something. Like, that would man. be that would be awesome, oh, dude. Yeah. Condiment Not King. Oh. Chris O'Dowd is Condiment King. Make that happen, Internet. <laughs> so, yeah. Winter. Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier is the best MCU film. I don't know yes, about the best, him. but it's all right. Not the best. See, Rafenti says when I went to see Eternals uh, in, in my cinema on opening night, they told me they were sold out. But I, um, I had a place for, yeah, I had a place for No Way Home a month later. Canada is weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strange. I mean, like, at least like if you see Eternals like on opening night, it's like ripping off a Band-Aid. It's over quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I, hmm, I don't know about that, but yeah, fine. But didn't Eternals come out during the pandemic? I think it did, at the nearly the end of the pandemic, or like in the middle of it, I, I somewhere well, right yeah, around yeah. the time we were reopening. We still had to wear masks and shit, but no one was. I, was. I didn't go into because at that point I was still cautious about going to like the like going to like this, the theater and stuff like that. So no, like, no, fuck that shit. I was like, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> like cough on me, sneeze on. I don't give a shit. Let's do this. What you needed to do was go to a cinema, open the door, watch it for two minutes, go back the next day, watch it for two minutes, until you finish. <laughs> so don't don't do this. But fun fact: that's how my brother watches. Like he'll go see him. He'll buy a ticket for one movie, and like, and it'll be like the the ten a.m. showing, and it'll be like at you know they'll get out of there at like twelve thirty for the movie. Then he'll decide to just be like. All right, let's go sneak into this other this other theater. Like he'll just wait until like they'll go to the bathroom and wait for like twenty minutes, 
and then go, uh, you know, into the next theater. It's like, oh, this one has a one o'clock showing. Let's just wait. And, and then they'll do that. And he'll make a whole day out of watching like four or five different movies just by going <laughs> to the bathroom. Oh, wow. So don't do that, but that's a way to get free movies. Support your local cinemas, people. Oh, wow. Why? He said he saw Morbius on opening night and I missed a big party for it. I regret. Why would you do something like I, so? I refuse to watch that film. Why would you? I can't say the R word, but why would you do something so gumped? <laughs> <laughs> See, you know what I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I refuse to watch Mephisto. No, I'm going to refuse to watch this Craven the Hunter. Why? Mm. You watch everything four times in slow motion, but you won't go and see Craven. It's not. I might, it's, I might go see Craven. Used, why do I care? Like honestly, I'm probably going to go see Craven. It looks. It looks like it might be all right. It's Morbin time. It's morbid. That he did not say. He did not say that. Like, I never watched that movie, but he told me he did not say that. Like, there's no way that Morbius actually says it's morbid time. No, guys. No, no, guys. People just seem to have created it. That's so weird. But and I hate that that they are they are ruining the iconic line from one of I, the most beloved franchises of my life. I still like. I still like Venom though. I'm still. I will die on that hill. That the Venom movies I are not. Venom, as, I watch. Venom. I watch Venom because of Tom Hardy. Yeah, no. The the Venom movies, at least the first one, is not terrible. No, the first Venom film was really good. Let There Be Carnage was just trash. Uh, they yeah. done Woody Harrelson dirty. Whatever, whatever. I'm Woody Harrelson did his best. He did his best to be a crazy guy. They did Carnage dirty in that film. Like one of oh. Venom's most like adverse. Like villains, don't they? I thought I thought the Sony verse. I thought Venom and and Morbius were in the same universe. I thought yeah, they, they, I thought the Sony verse was supposed to be its own thing, and like that's where. And then when Doctor Strange did that whole thing with uh, fucking Spider Man, for some reason, to, uh, uh, fucking Venom got put into the MCU, and then he got put back. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Venom got put into an island, in the same island that he was on in at the end of Let There Be Carnage. And then at the end, when he got sent back with Doctor Strange, like, re, yeah. like a, a small bit of the symbiote is still in the MCU now. The symbiote survived, yeah. That's going to piss off a lot of fans when they eventually make Spider-Man 4. Anyway, let's go. So we're just about at the wrap-up time, so let's go ahead and uh, ask this final question about the show, uh, about the show we were talking about. What did you guys think? What did you guys <laughs> oh, yeah. think? Yeah, so how, uh, what would you guys rate this? I will start off with Marshall. Where do, you, where do you put this uh, series in the MCU or in like what, what, out of five? What, do you, what, what would you rate it? Out of five? Well, now you've ruined my. Fine, out of ten. I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say I would give it six super scrolls out of ten, Gilbs. All right, six super scrolls out of ten. Uh, have a that's that's pretty good. Like, and and where would you say it rates in far as far as like is it your top three Marvel shows, top two, or is it even not even in there? Like, where where would you put it? Well, Gibbs, I probably only have a top three Marvel shows because I probably only watched three of them. Um, well, that's a good point. I remember watching One Division. I, I, I love, I, I love One Division. I, I, I hate this kid. <laughs> You're going to give me a brain aneurysm, Har uh, Marshall. Oh, the other I see one. you do it too. You do it too. You're going to kill me one of these days. Scroll lives matter. I can't. No, I genuinely try to remember what shows I watched. Cause me but, to have a stroke or something. Well, okay, but six out of ten. Uh, Harrison, where do you where do you rate it out of ten? 
like a five, I think, out of ten. I, I, I just it, 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 this show doesn't do it for me. Like it's just a little bit. It's a little bit dull for my tastes. Like I feel like not much happens. You know, like, like even when stuff does happen, it just feels a bit like basic. Does that make sense? Like we we just carry on. Like there's a scroll over here. Oh, there's a scroll over here. <laughs> um, and and I'm just like, yeah, come on, do some more. Like I wish they were pulling out the super scrolls way earlier. Yeah. Like, let, mm-hmm. let, let's have like interesting fights and stuff and you know i want to see them replace a superhero rather than just new person we've you know we've introduced a new politician and yeah. now it's this person like okay fine whatever mm. all right and so Rafente says i know that secret invasion got the second worst views out of out of all disney plus shows after miss marvel so yeah apparently only like i think it was like 15 million people watched it opening like when it first came out or like it, it didn't it didn't get a lot of views from people like oh, of course a lot of those people are probably waiting for all six episodes to come out. Like a lot of people have been doing that with the, with the Marvel shows. They've been waiting for all of the episodes to come out to watch them. Mm. In terms yeah. of like where I put this within like the rest of the shows, I think that this is probably like going to be in like my bottom three. Like I wow. like I like, I didn't enjoy Hawkeye that much or Falcon and Winter Soldier, and this is kind of on the same level for me. Like. I need to finish off um, She-Hulk, and I need to go watch Ms. Marvel. You're gonna finish off She-Hulk, are you, Harrison? Yeah, yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. Like Mortal Kombat style finisher. Yeah. Oh. Um, I, oh, I was thinking a different kind of. <laughs> I, no, 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 nah. I, 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 that We're was, not going that direction. She-Hulk. I, suppose, got paid. I mean, I. I guess. Well, I it's like, <laughs> Nicky, stop trying to incriminate him. His girlfriend might be watching the stream. <laughs> stop trying to incriminate Harrison. Listen, Harrison's mine. <laughs> no, but yeah, Han says he can't rate with something he didn't watch. Uh, and so, all right, uh, I would rate this. Yeah, I think I'm gonna put it about like in the 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 show as a whole. I'll put it about six. It's not it's not the best show. Um, definitely, I would say it's like maybe. I don't know. I'd rank it like maybe five or six in the in the uh, you know ratings. Like Wandavision is still by far the best, and I think Loki has a second on that one. Like, what Loki. if is it? I what if is Loki. absolutely in there? Okay, so good job, Marshall. Thank watch you. Loki season two. I will. I love not when not, not yet. It's not out yet, but it will be. I want them. What's the point? <laughs> October it comes out. How about you, Peaky? Where oh, I think we already—I might did I already ask you this. Right? Where do you no, rate you this? Haven't, you haven't asked me. That's why I was kind of like shocked because you went straight to your 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 what your thoughts were, and you didn't even ask me. Because I'm awesome. <laughs> no, go, go ahead, Peaky. <laughs> tell, tell me what. Tell me what you think. I I, I like I, I'm gonna probably say it each week that we do the secret invasion. I I, I love it. Nice. I hand I I love the way the direction they've gone with the show. Like I've said before, I. I love the way they're kind of doing it as a spy espionage series instead of like an action-packed series. They're trying, they're trying a different formula, and a fair play to them. This is why I love the shows more. Why I love the shows is because they can try a new formula with the show and see how it pans out for the rest of the MCU. It's a good kit. Like it's kind of like a guinea pig type thing. Where I honestly, I'd love to see a full movie based on just the scrolls just from watching this series, it'd be really cool just to get on. Even if it's like a prequel to how Scott got destroyed. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd love to see that. And I'd love to see more history to do with the scrolls and how, like why they became like the most like feared race 
Yeah, they, they, they got their nickname, the Planet Steagers and everything. I'd love to see more of that. Um, Agreed. Out of 10, I'd give it an 8. All right. God this dang. Is, yeah, that's, is, that's a high. That's a high one. This is one of my favorite MCU shows. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I remember this just now. So I have the YouTube. Uh, or so last week or two weeks ago, yeah. I did a I did a YouTube yes. poll to ask people what who they th- what they thought the best opening and end credit sequence was on the show. Oh yeah. And I got a lot of really like <laughs> mean coming out of this. A lot of people saying like none so, of them. By, by the way, this was my idea. Yeah. Well done, Peaky. So it looks like out of ninety people that were uh, so there were there were two because we're not YouTube is lame and only allows you to do five uh, options on a poll. So I did, and there's nine, and there's nine MCU shows, not including the Netflix ones. So um, I asked people what, like, of all the MCU ones, what was your favorite? Uh, nine, out of ninety people, seventy-three percent what said what if, uh, eighteen said Hawkeye, yeah. one measly percent said Miss Marvel, and eight percent said She-Hulk. Uh, then there was the second poll out of ninety-two people, nine percent said Secret Invasion, forty-seven percent said Loki, twenty-three percent said Moon Knight. 14 for uh, WandaVision and 8% for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm so it looks like Loki and What If are our winners. I'm surprised how high up Hawkeye was. Yeah, I'm surprised by that. Yeah, like, like I can't remember the opening titles of Hawkeye. Like, it was a lot of like art, like showing like Kate Bishop, like, you know, doing archery shit through her childhood. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't, I, like, to be honest, I, I looked at that and I can't think of. Other than WandaVision, um, like, I can't think there's of There's like a lot of purple background and purple writing throughout it as well. Like, it's very purple-themed opening. I was going to say, Harrison, you don't remember WandaVision? WandaVision, WandaVision. Like, yeah, that's... No, I, I remember WandaVision, but like like the others, I'm just like, I can't. I couldn't tell you what the opening credits to, like, um, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier were. I'm, I'm I assume shocked. pictures of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> Something I'm like not, that. Um, I'm not just shocked a, just at, at the beach. I'm not sure how those Secret Invasion is just because of how they've done the opening for Secret Invasion. I'm mm. very disappointed in Marvel for that. Mm. Yeah, See, cool. I, I like how What If was like uh, massively I'm gonna, like... I'm not going to lie. The opening to What If is really good. It's that dude's voice, man. It's the best. He's yeah. like, he really... The Commissioner Gordon, that other that dude, that actor. Like, that dude's voice is awesome. But also, anyway, so final thing I'm going to say here is that I, I saw this comment. I wanted to point to talk about it is that Rafente said, I saw Matt Pat say the Cross the Spider-Verse corrected something weird in Morbius. The MCU vulture being in Morbius is probably due to incursions done because of like the, of multi, of the what's it called? Of the, the Spider-Verse movie. Oh, like, okay. Like that whole movie talks about how like there's there's portals ripping in the multiverse that people are going through. And it makes sense that that's how Vulture got there. I mean, to be fair, like, you know, multiverse is like when you got infinite numbers of options, sometimes it's the same dude. Yeah. But I, honestly, like, I would love to see Sony and Marvel just come to a conclusion to say, look, just join, like, just make your, 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 no, that's not what I mean. But I, I kind of, well, what I mean is make Sony Spider Verse canon to the MCU multiverse. Oh, like, oh, uh, yeah, you know, no. They, I know it already, it already is. What do you say? Dude, did you not watch Across the Spider Verse? Don't even get me started on Doctor Strange and that little nerd. I mean, dude, it's, it is. They, they yeah. kind of have, they kind of have, like, with the two Spider Men in, you know, No Way Home and everything, but they've never actually, like, 
actually said these they're all actually connected i just love for them to be able to confirm it well nah man like give marvel a chance to do venom right like i'm sorry that's also like again also i would love for marvel to buy spider-man properties off of sony so they can do all of the characters correctly so that's the thing, though, is that they because they did their own Venom, they could because they they teased the the symbiote being in Spider Man's universe still in the MCU. They could very well do a black suit of Spider Man and then a Venom somewhere down the line, but a better version of it, and just have there's the Tom yeah. Hardy Venom, and then there's this new Venom, and again multiverse, different yeah. universes. Now, now the so as of this year, the Hulk properties are now reverted back to Marvel. The Universal contract ended this year. Yeah, Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> which is why, which is why we are getting, we could be getting Thaddeus Ross as the Red Hulk. Ooh, in Thunderbolts. Yeah. Ooh, let's see. All and right, boys. In Captain America. So this is why it's kind of um, like how why they've been able to bring this kind of and why She Hulk is now in the MCU is because Marvel now own that reown the rights. I don't, I don't even care about that. <laughs> don't even care. But anyway, all right, guys. This is where we're going to wrap it up, though. We've been talking for a good minute. So let's go ahead and uh, I'll... Yeah, thanks to Tim, Hans, Rafente. Uh, Tasha, you were in here for a minute. Let's see. Melvin. Yeah, uh, Tony. Yeah, Tony, thanks for coming in here and asking about the audiobooks. Mr. Action, go watch some, some freaking shit. And then uh, Baz was in here for a minute. So yeah, I'll, I'll thank you guys all to, for... Oh, and Shanti, too. Thank That's you guys all for jumping well. in. Yeah, Scully as well. Thank you to all to the entire audience, everybody, the entire Fulcrum Knights who all jumped in here to watch with us and talk about this this show. Which I I do like how we have all different opinions. Like it's like some of us are like eh about it, some of us are really into it, others are are just like nah, it sucks. I I appreciate that that we can have these differing opinions, and you all should too subscribe to the channel. <laughs> <laughs> and but no yeah, one so, called anyone. Ding dong that bell. Yeah, exactly. No one called anyone shill or problematic or an asshole. Nothing. We're all still friends. <laughs> take that. We're all friends of each other. Waffle go, people. Waffle go. Take that, asshole. You know which one you are. You know who you are. You're probably not watching it this channel right now, and if you're not, good on you. But I don't fucking care. But <laughs> you know the asshole I'm talking about, all y'all. But anyway. <laughs> uh, so yeah, thanks you guys everybody for watching. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment below, all that good nonsense. Make sure you subscribe to Peaky's channel because he has some awesome content that he's doing. He's going to be taking a break soon, but yeah, still. Peaky, tell us about your channel. So I'm actually going to continue recording parts for my reptiles from around the world. Nice. Um, I need to finish off the France episode because I had to split that into two parts. So I'm going to be continue probably this week as I'm going to get a load of those recorded, ready to be released. Uh, I'm doing uh, weekly game streams are back. I'm currently playing through GTA 5 Story. And I'm doing little tiny streams here, there, where I've been built. I've built a couple of, a bit of Lego set and a Digimon figure. And I'm probably going to just bring in some nice, chill, relaxed chat streams, kind of just bring guests on if they want to jump on and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, and... Yeah, I'm I'm planning, starting to plan my 200th upload video. Oh, you're almost there, Peaky. You're almost at 300 or 400 now. You got one more. Yeah, thanks. We are very close to uh, to free to you know, to 400 subs now. We're like maybe nine or eight away. You are so, at 391 right now. 
There's nine nine away. Um, we're very close. To, I think we've got 14 uploads until we hit 200. So I'm planning a very special yeah, 200 video. Yeah. You're good, Marshall. You, can you hear us? Oh, I guess not. Sorry, Marshall. Uh, but yeah, go uh, ahead. Keep, keep it going, Piggy. Yeah, 200 episodes being planned. It's in the works. So I want to do something special for 200 videos. And yeah, just going to keep on trying to ride this content creating train until I either burn out or I burn someone else out. <laughs> Hell yeah. And then so, yeah. And of course, thank you, of course, to Harrison and to Marshall, my two, the two OG Fulcrum uh, masters. It's been great having you guys here. Uh, Harrison, you got anything? I know you already talked about the Plagueis a little bit. You got anything you want to talk about real quick? Yeah, if no one saw that in the in the comments. Um, yeah, Darth Plagueis, it's still ongoing, but my personal computer, I'm using someone else's computer today, has been uh, quite badly broken. So I am having to get that repaired slash replaced. And until I can do that, I can't get any more uh, videos out for the audiobooks. My apologies for the wait, my dudes, but it'll come back eventually. Hell yeah. And then Marshall, do you have anything you want to tell us about? Anything you've been doing with your life? Well, Gilbs, I've been reading uh, the Dark Phoenix saga, as I mentioned. Nice. Um, I'll have a review for you in roughly four to six months, I'd imagine. <laughs> well, get out. I, I mean, I, it doesn't even have to be just YouTube. It could just be, you know, normal yeah. life. What, what, but I was so, as always at the fine. Someone, no. someone sent me Marshall's address so I can work out what comic book shop it is and buy all the Dark Phoenix books so he can't finish it. <laughs> well, unlucky for you, one of them's going to have a lot of bent pages. That's fine. <laughs> Too oh, many oh, oh, that's the joke you were... Oh, you, okay, you're still an asshole for that. Hey, shame on yeah. you. I will no. I will send a video of me burning that that copy. All right, all right no, guys. Gilbs, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm very interested in... Uh, doing some voiceover work again gilbs if you have anything for me actually yeah i do i'm i'm trying to get back onto the last ronin i have to recast our our casey marie and then i have two more like characters and, I'll, and then harrison at some point i'll probably send you like splinter and and uh honeycut the robot if you're uh, down yeah, for nice. that mm -hmm. so yeah i'll probably send you the lens for that and then and then i will get going on that again but until that time uh yeah like i said like subscribe all that good youtube crap check us out next week because we're gonna be doing a shooting the shit episode there's not going to be uh, there no there's no big thing like we're we're just going to talk about whatever whatever crap we want to talk about if it's maybe it'll be British TV again who knows <laughs> I got episodes but all right guys we will see you all next time I have been Gilbert this has been Harry Agent Marshall the Peaky Arrow and we will see you guys all next week remember we are all Fulcrum bye everybody. <laughs>